if she wasn't in the cage, Angie knew she had to be dead. Angie had barely known the girl, but still she felt somehow responsible. If only she could have done something differently at the coffee shop. Anything. Beth might still be alive. And I might be dead. Angie rubbed at her damaged stomach absent-mindedly. The sight of the cage and what she guessed was Clyde Barrett's personal abattoir had shaken her far more than she had anticipated. Somehow the danger she had charged headlong toward in her rage suddenly seemed much more terrifying. She shook her head angrily, clearing the toxic thoughts away. Of course Barrett would have a room where he killed women. Angie should have braced herself for it. But as horrific as the room was, it was equally important that it was empty. He wasn't in the house. Angie couldn't have said for certain then whether the squirming in her gut at the discovery was relief or disappointment. For a moment she paused at the first floor hallway, torn apart by indecision. Leaving was the sensible option. The more she saw of the house, the more Angie felt out of her depth. The guy wasn't just a killer, he was a flat-out lunatic. Yet she had come this far, overcoming her fear and hesitancy, and somehow getting inside Barrett's house without being seen. If she turned back now, it would all be for nothing. She would never be able to return, would never find the courage to avenge the atrocities the man had committed against her. Angie was under no illusions about that. Plucking up the courage to enter a serial killer's house once was borderline crazy. To do it again would be utterly certifiable. This was her only shot. You can hide yourself somewhere and wait for him. Him not being here changes nothing. He will be here. You just need to be patient. Angie's face contorted in anguish as she tried to decide. The internal debate took just a fleeting moment, but it was long enough. Long enough for Angie to hear the front door opening on the ground floor. A powerful jolt of electricity surged through her nerves. No choice now, Ange. Angie crept stealthily back to the hallway wall and pressed herself against it, wedging her back into a narrow alcove that held a bleak painting of a wintry scene. Barrett wouldn't see her until he reached the top of the staircase and turned the corner. You'll have a clear shot. You'll have the element of surprise. She slipped the taser from her pocket. Do it. Angie heard the front door close softly and held her breath. Her heart began to pound, and she almost cried out when she heard a footstep on the stairs. Barrett was heading straight for her. He knows I'm here. Angie felt her hand trembling, and the taser shook violently. As the panic built inside her, she suddenly knew with clear certainty that when she shot those prongs from the weapon, she was going to miss. She tried to press herself further into the wall, hoping somehow to melt into the shadows. Stay still. The predator won't see you if you stay still. Flawed science. She heard Barrett's ascent halt on around the third or fourth step, and for a moment there was nothing but silence that reverberated deafeningly from the walls, riding the kick drumbeat of her pulse. 
What's he doing? A grunt. And then the killer began to pound his way up the steps, coming fast. Angie lifted the taser, gripping it in both sweaty hands and pointing it at the top of the stairs like a magic wand. She squeezed the trigger at the instant that she saw movement coming around the corner at the top of the stairs. It was just a dark blur, indistinct as the prongs of the taser arced toward it. The prongs buried themselves in flesh, and the air itself seemed to sizzle. Angie saw Barrett's eyes widen, even as her own stomach lurched. The business end of the taser had not bitten into Clive Barrett. Instead, the prongs lodged deep into the hip of an unconscious woman that he had carried slung over his shoulder, the next inhabitant of the cage. Angie's mouth dropped open in horror. Miss 